Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with St. Louis-based jazz trombonist, band leader, and educator John Covelli with the Hardbop Messengers on 2023 Happenings. It has been a year since we last spoke here at Neon Jazz. A whole lot has happened as we enter this new post-COVID reality. He talks about his Grateful Dead shows and so many other things that have happened and that are on the horizon. It's always a joy catching up with John here at Neon Jazz. Dig in. Enjoy this interview. John, what's up, man? How are you? Everything's good, man. How are you holding up? Doing pretty good. Got through a storm. In fact, when I saw your note uh, about, you know, doing this now, today, I was like, yeah, that saves me from what I'm doing right now, which is outside in 95-degree heat, picking up after the <laughs> storm we had Wednesday. So, Yeah, we were supposed to get it. I have teenagers in the house. They were like, yeah, everybody's doing TikToks. They're freaking out, and... Because it was right. going to be 103, you know, and everything. But we didn't get anything. But, see, I'm part cat, so when it comes to Midwestern heat, I feel at home. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. but if, I can, if I can pull somebody out of that world for a minute, I'm, I'm happy. So it's good that we connected. Was it a year ago? How long has it been since we spoke? Isn't that incredible? It is about a year. Uh, wow. Because, yeah, I know, my, my show was still yet to happen um, for the the album release. And um, so I was still going through quite a bit of uh, just incredible stuff happening in preparation for that show. Your interview was pivotal in that. You know, I've really had to change the way I think about myself over this last year. It's been really enlightening. And, um, you know, your show, uh, your interview had a lot to do with that. It was kind of a catalyst for sure. Wow, that that means a lot, man. Sometimes I feel like I'm operating in a vacuum here, so I'm glad that um, there was some very definite good that happened. So let's kind of get into that a little bit. It's interesting, you know, first thing I want to ask is, I know it's only been a year in this pandemic with the blur, but we kind of went from last year to this year from being in the pandemic of uncertainty to kind of entering this post-pandemic era. So how how's everything going? What's What's kind of the mood and mode of, What's going on in your jazz world? Well, you know, um, the jazz world is still spotty um, in terms of um, public performances. Um, you know, everybody has. Uh, excuse me, I got to make a, I got to make some sound here while I change my hearing aid battery. Um, no worries. It always happens when I don't want it to happen. Um, <clears throat> you know, some guys that I know some people are gigging more now and some aren't. Um, the scene is just um, still not really recovered uh, in, in a lot of ways. Um, people have had to, you know, take more um, of a variety of gigs. I know I have. Um, and, um, it, but, I, but I'm seeing a lot of music, uh, get, I'm seeing a lot of shows advertised, but I still think people are still used to sitting home and watching Netflix. You know? Yeah, I, and, I agree. And I just don't see that ever changing, unfortunately. I just I, I think that something has happened that, that might not ever um, go back again. I, I do see that people don't care, or people are not as worried about being close to one another as much as they were before. Um, I've played some shows 
that have been really crowded and sold out, and people are sitting in tables that are close to one another. So I don't see that um, <clears throat> that heightened paranoia or whatever you call it. Um, really, it's not paranoia. Just taking care of your health. <laughs> um, I don't see the big concern anymore, although I do have uh, some friends who are still saying they're not going out to shows. Um, you know, I can't really criticize anyone for their own personal, you know, uh, view on what's going on. I've had COVID three times since last May, though, uh, and um, each time it's gotten less uh, potent and... Um, you know, some people are even taking medicines now when they get it. So, I mean, we've come a long way as a society uh, in in curbing uh, COVID and and uh, lessening the effects of it. But musically, I still see problems in in our area, and I talk to a lot of musicians all over the the country, and um, you know, they're they're feeling the same thing. Um, I have been uh, focusing on. Um, more special engagements and uh, not really caring if I don't have as many regular gigs um, because I've kind of learned a lot about what 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 things in the world can I control and what things in the world are beyond my control. And I've gotten better at um, reacting in a more positive way about both of those things and then being more productive with the time I have. And so I've been doing special shows uh, and doing kind of dream come true shows that have really been exciting. So, you know, I, I would say I, I'm doing okay, you know. Yeah, and I think the thing about live shows, I, I think that whether it picks back up or not, I think the bottom line is it's like when people love jazz. Somebody has to be out there to introduce people to this art form that's not on a mass scale. And I think right. that what live performance does is that it opens up that portal, so to speak, to be the gateway drug into becoming a jazz um, a, a fan. Because, you know, once you hear that album or see that show, I think it's vital, and, and I think it happens more than maybe we know. But as far Agreed. as, like, other events, yeah, yeah. So as far as, like, other events that have been going on, whether it's been recordings or live shows, what's happening? Uh, with me personally or just all around the scene? Well, with the band and with you oh, and, and oh, your oh, world, got it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what I've been doing is um, um, since we last talked, um, I've done one performance of Live at the Last Hotel, the you know, playing the album. Um, I've done uh, one Music of the Grateful Dead show, and I'm doing that show again uh, at the end of this month, and that's kind of what you just said, spreading the message of jazz, that's my mission. Um, and I had always wanted to do the music of other uh, groups, like um, Grateful Dead and then like Steely Dan, which is I'm doing Steely Dan show in September. Um, I, I, I have seen people that didn't necessarily love the Grateful Dead really enjoy us playing that music. And then I've also uh, saw at this past show people that love the Grateful Dead that weren't familiar with jazz really enjoyed our performance. And that is that is what I wanted to do in the very beginning when I started this group. 
So talk to me a little bit about, you know, is there anything coming out from the messengers? Is there anything specifically with the band that people can put on their radar and, and earmark? Well, um, so far it's, um, we've got a lot of exciting things here in St. Louis happening, but the, um, the Grateful Dead music is just really powerful music. And, uh, I've had a lot of interest from, uh, out of town venues about doing the music. Um, and so like Kansas City, Columbia, Missouri, um, regionally, uh, I've got a lot of interest in this music. And, um, so, uh, that's, uh, gonna be on the horizon. Uh, although I don't have anything booked yet, I'm, I feel strongly that there will be, um, bookings for that music. And then the, the really big thing is that the live at the last hotel show is the, the music is being choreographed, um, and will be staged in October with the full group, the full band and dancers. Uh, and when I say dance, I mean tap, ballet, modern, jazz, contemporary, all of the, um, all of the disciplines of jazz, uh, of dance are being, uh, worked in and, and this music is coming alive, uh, in the form of movement. And, um, this show will be really unique in that respect. Um, it's going to be pulling a lot of jazz listeners into the dance world, and it's pulling a lot of the dance world uh, siloed performers together. So that is a really exciting thing that we've received, you know, major funding for. We're still we're still trying to get more fund funding, but um, we received a fifteen thousand dollar grant from Missouri Arts Commission. Uh, I'm sorry, Regional Arts Commission, um, and that's exciting. So those are two big things. Uh, the Grateful Dead show and the choreographed show are, are really exciting for me. Right on. So if anyone out there wants to get any more information on these shows, on you, the band, where is the best place for them to go? So hardbotmessengers.com is, is my website. And I put stuff up there. Um, and if they sign up for the email list, I, I always promise not to send more than one email a month. So they won't, they will not get besieged with junk. Um, but that's, that and my Facebook page are probably the best uh, sources of information. Right on, man. Hey, this has been great to catch up with you. Thank you so much for reaching out, for taking time out. I'm so glad that it's, pay dividends and keep up the good work man well absolutely joe it's great to hear your voice and to catch up and um, thanks so much thanks for listening and tuning into another neon chess interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in st louis kansas city and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz thanks to john for his time energy and cool and reaching back out to the neon jazz world if you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify or iTunes. You can also subscribe to us at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.